Hello. All right. So, what's going on, everybody? My name is Kalabnero, and you are listening to the Kalabnero's podcast. If you are joining us for the first time, let me just talk about you know.、Uh, This is a weekly podcast. You know, like last week we talked about relationships. Today's topic we are going to be talking about something very incredibly interesting. It's about depression. Now, I know I haven't really started talking about this, but I just want to say, you guys are welcome so much, and this is an incredible opportunity to be able to reach out to you. You know, if you're listening us to to the Callum Gino's podcast for the first time, I just want to say welcome. You are like a family right now, and also, you know, the Calabrianos podcast tries to reach out to every person around the world to create a community of listeners who are passionate to building a community and to be able to, you know, like to be able to find this place where I, you can find really good information.、Um, because I try to search so much to research on my information that I can be able. To release out and to be able to to educate the community and to be able to reach out and share vital information. So, all right, that's incredibly interesting and also a nice way to do an introduction. Once again, feel welcome because the most important thing is not you know just saying welcome, but feel welcome to be part of this community. So, um. Depression is a very interesting topic, and for some of many people that are living around the world, like many people all over the world, go through depression every day. Now it can be about depression caused by anything. It can be depression caused by money, loss of money. It can be depression because of loss of a relationship. It can be. Depression caused by you know loss of an important person in your life, and it can be a depression caused by several factors that we're going to be talking about today. But as a very important topic to be able to discuss, because you know, like、uh, it's been recorded that around eight hundred and fifty thousand deaths occur every year in the world. You know, and this kind of depression thing. Affects like you know more than one twenty million of people worldwide. Many people who have been interviewed, many people who have been talked to, many people who go through a lot of situational crises. All these things stems from you know depression and depressive episodes that stems for all from their lives and stuff. This is not a mental you know a mental class, <laughs> mental health class. It's not a mental health class. So, if you are going through depression or you're going through something else, please see your doctor because this is for this is just a training. Okay, this is just a talk, a, a conversation for、um, entertainment purposes, reaching out to you. But it's not more of a therapy session. So, if in case you have a problem with your mental health, I would suggest you go see a doctor, a mental health personnel who can be able to be of great help to you. You can also reach out to your friends. Reach out to someone you can trust. Talk to them, and at the end of the day, you may not really get answers as soon as possible. But sometimes, with time, it it can be of great help to you. All right. So,、um, in two thousand and six, I lost my brother. I lost my brother when I was ten years old. 
I mean, that was like incredibly the first moment of my life to be able to understand what depression was all about. Like I talk about depression and I said like more than 200 million people go through depression in the world today or more than even that. That's just like numbers and not many people who go through depressions are people that just come out and say, hey, I'm going through depression or I'm struggling through this stuff and or going through this. And like talking about, you know, this 850,000 people of estimate kind of a number. These are the people that they never come out. And most of the time, these are the people that they never share out what's going on with them. They never talk about what is depressing or what is oppressive to their hearts, to their minds. And sometimes when people come out, it could be a great and easier way to to help them or for them to find help in a way. Um, and I can also talk about that, you know, uh, when I lost my brother, I was 10 years old, like I, I mentioned earlier on. And I remember me and my brother, who is now like, uh, so the brother that I lost was third born and I'm like the first born. And then we have, I have another second born brother. So they, the third born brother who died I may never really understand what could have been the cause of death because he was born, I think, with a problem that I didn't know because there was a time I wanted to ask my parents about it. But, you know, it's been many years and this is some kind of a problem that many people have just chosen to depress it. And that is still like a common thing that many people do every day. We're going to be talking about how that can be so dangerous in kind of a way in terms of also um, going through a mourning period or going through a situation that affects mental health in one way or another. I remember because I used to go to the hospital where my mom used to stay and taking care of my brother. And most of the time we could call, come back later on, you know, like go to school. And this was something that, you know, it kept happening for some time. We just used to go, we could see how he was improving. Right now, I may not remember his face because we didn't like take um, incredible pictures or a lot of pictures during the time that we were growing up. So I may, I think we only have like a picture of him. That's what I still remember. I remember that I. You know, I used to have this love for this kid. And most of the time, I used to carry him a lot. And I used to sing lullabies to this kid. He was actually three years old when he died. So when I used to... That was around 2006. So he actually suffered. I may not... Like I said, I may not understand what was the suffering situation that was happening during the time that he was sick. But when he died, I can actually attest that I was really affected and deeply sad and very sorrowful for a very long time because it was something that I really valued. It was someone that I really cared about. It was someone that I had built a relationship about, around him and I really saw him to be someone who was a very important figure in my life. I was so sad especially when i was actually going through my fifth grade because i was in like the fourth grade 
I remember every person who came to our home. I may not remember their faces, or but I just remember we had a lot of people who came to our family to just to you know pass our regards, their regards, and you know, and be with us during that time of pain and uh, sorrow. It wasn't a fun time to be in. It wasn't a very like you know blah 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 kind of an opportunity to smile and to see like you know you have friends coming all about. It was a very sad period. Why am I talking about my story about my brother who died probably more than 15 years ago? I'm talking about this as an example about how depression can feel. This may not really be a good example to talk about depression in a way, but this is definitely a good example because I once experienced it. And I know this is not really like a good choice of a thing to talk about in matters of what I really experienced that really affected my emotional integrity in kind of a way. I want to talk about how this thing affects many people. You know, more than it's been more than 15 or 17 years ago since 2006 happened. And even though his dad doesn't release hot anymore but i can't forget about him and i feel like i'm in the place mentally that i'm actually okay and i'm actually fine with what happened i'm at peace at all with everything that happened <coughs> sorry about that despite the fact that what really happened was a very sad thing what do I want to talk about in this situ in this situation? How about before we start talking about all these things and we talk about all this, you know, you can start saying, hey, this guy is just starting us on a very high note and we don't even know what depression is all about. Okay, so I think we're going to talk about what depression is all about. I'm going to give out a definition of depression and i know many people of you know what depression is all about but depression is majorly a medical illness or something that happens that affects the way you think the way you act and more so the way you concentrate in matters of work in matters of your interest because mostly depression steals away your interest in activities that you once enjoyed because you don't enjoy. For example, you've been heartbroken, just like we talked about in relationship the other time. Now, I'm not talking about the things that many people don't go through with. Many people go through relationship breakups. And whenever a breakup happens, it leaves you no choice because this is someone who decided, who decided that they don't want to be with you. Whether you like it or not, you can change their lives. You can change their mind of how they want to think or how they should think in particular ways, in particular situations. So when they choose to walk away and it was not what you wanted them to do in that particular situation, for some point after you've invested your emotions to this person, you cannot lose some interest in the things that you once did together because now... You f the things that used to be fun with you and him or with you and her, 
is now something that is causing a lot of depression and pain. You know what I'm talking about. So, most of the time, this depression thing can cause things to do with feeling sad, having this kind of a depressed mood that you don't want to talk to anybody. So, many people like to hide, like, you know, I'm an introvert. I just like to hang hang out around in the house and just stay, do whatever that I want. But most of the time, many people are dying with depressions every day. They lose interest in a lot of pleasurable activity activities and there is a lot of change in appetite in how they people they heat and stuff you realize that you can't eat anymore and you realize that you have a problem with your eating disorder or you have an eating disorder problem you don't sleep anymore and you lose weight and you lose energy and most important thing you lose purpose in life you see how this thing is, is a very great threat in terms of mental health. And most of the time, it actually leads to suicidal thoughts, suicidal thoughts, and someone can actually think about killing themselves in ways that they just, they're just thinking about, you know, maybe they are friends or they've just seen things that people do in movies and they just go overdosing and blah 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 the next thing is attempted suicide and sometimes attempted suicide is the most important thing that happens to you know we is the most important thing that we see all all this while i work in a hospital i'm not a doctor i'm a nurse and as a nurse i actually i actually work in an emergency unit so in the emergency unit that we see patients every single day We've actually seen, I think, in a week, we have like three to five patients who are brought into the department because of attempted suicidal thoughts or attempted suicide. In a way, they actually took some drugs in order to kill themselves because they find life to be worthless in a way. This is common, right? And many of you guys have had relatives or friends or particular people in life that have actually have had depressive episodes and have tried to take their lives out of this world in one of the ways that is insane in particularly. So this depressive kind of a situation, most of the time is something that we cannot actually try to solve it if we do not have the good ideations of some good leads of what you know what is going on with someone else if you cannot be able to see what is going on in a, in a someone's life that could be making them so depressed or it could be making them so sad in some kind of a way then you may not be of good help to help out this patient or help out this person, or help out this friend in a in kind of a way. <clears throat> so many people go through depression every day, ranging from rich people to poor people. And all, all this kind of depression, and you can be asking where does depression comes all about? It could be, we are going to be talking about some few factors that could cause depression. And this is because, you know, uh, 
these are major things and if you're not be able to find out or to be able to see people who go through these things then we are not going to be able to help in whatsoever way much of the things that causes depression is childhood experiences and many people go through childhood depression or they have unresolved issues in the past they have unresolved issues of how they were growing up maybe they experienced negligence from their parents or they actually experienced physical or sexual emotional torture in some kind of a way this person must might have lost someone who was so incredibly closer to them maybe a father maybe a mother and this kind of affects how they grow up and most of the time it leads to them having this traumatic episodes of depression that settling in which can really affect their mental health in one so way or another you know and also like unsettled family situation some people have like broken families they have like broken marriages um they they experienced a, a situation where they were kids and they experienced their parents fighting a lot or uh walking away from each other and this affected how they were brought up this is a very important thing because many of you people listening to this episode today grew up in environments that this is more common and as if this is common to you or as more as this is so common to you and you can relate to what is happening it could have been different or many 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 people have actually had different ways of sorting out these problems and most of the time how we work around these problems is what really matters a lot in particular ways and particular situations you know i talk about childhood in this kind of situation because there are many people right now who can date or who can be able to have friendship with other people or some guys who cannot be able to you know have relationships or friendships with men because when they were young some man like or someone who they knew maybe their uncle or their father or someone just forbid what i'm saying but this is the case of what is happening in the society in the community they went through rape and rape is not something that you can just go through therapy and forget about it This is something that you can actually have it the whole of your life. But how you allow it to affect the way you live can actually cause a lot of mental issues and mental problems in your life. But you can't avoid it sometimes. But you see how you work your way around it is what really matters. You know We haven't really talked about that in in so much depth. Let me let's talk about another event. So the first event was childhood experiences. And childhood experiences we have mentioned some things that could have caused childhood experiences problem. Now, in life events that happen that causes depression could be losing something very important like losing your job. You can lose your job that you worked there for 20 years and then just someone frames you for something you didn't even do it and blah 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 the job is done and 
you just told to go home. You know, the going home is not really the problem here. The problem is, how are you going to be able to forget about this relationship you built with these people for over 20 years, for over six months, this co- kind of community that you've actually built up? And most of the time, you know, it could have been you earning some good amount of money to be able to run your family in a way. And now you're not able to do that anymore because the work that you are doing is probably stopped or it's done right now. Another problem is relationships problem. And this is what happens most of the time. I guess this is the most insane thing that causes depression all the time. Because whenever a relationship happens, whether you like it or not, If you're so much invested on this person, you're going to get hurt. And you're going to hurt yourself because it's something that that has to happen. Like you have to go through that situation in order to heal and to learn some very important lessons of how things are going to happen. How are you going to build your friendship? You're going to build your life for the next relationship. So sometimes a relationship ends up And you just want to promise yourself that maybe they, they are going to come and they are going to come back and they are going to come back in some few days or some few months. Maybe they're just dealing with some things. They're going to come back. And so you just have to, you know, go through it. And as I'm talking about life events, I think another very vital thing that causes depression is repression itself. You know, an eventful thing that happened and destroyed you and you didn't work it out. You didn't meet counselors. You didn't meet a therapist or a friend to talk about this thing. And you just, you know, decide to put it behind your back and tell yourself that you've forgotten about it. Then one day, just out of nowhere, and we're just okay, living life the way you want it, then just like a boom, That things shut your life completely and destroys you. And you realize, man, you haven't even worked to set yourself, you know, like to, you haven't even worked to find some solutions for your, for your life. And most of this time, you go through a situation all afresh again. You know, like some things about sexual assault can also mark a very important thing in someone's life. You are assaulted when you were a kid. This is so much common to what childhood experiences is all about as well. Someone was being abused physically by their parents or they were being bitten. Maybe they, I, I know of this family when I was actually growing back, growing, growing up when I was a kid that her parents both crashed in an accident. And there's this particular uncle family that actually decided to adopt her. And as much as she stayed in her uncle's place, where you're supposed to think that she's supposed to be safe and to be in a loving environment, she actually suffered from depression because she was being thoroughly abused physically 
and most of the time she didn't find an environment where she could be able to understand why these people could be treating us the way her the way they were treating her you know it's not the same way that her parents were treating her before they died but you know this person has a way as a new parent and it actually destroys how their growing up is all going to be many people also go through being bullied you know we've watched these things on netflix sometimes sometimes we've watched these things on hollywood movies about these high school kids that bully others maybe because others are fat whatever it may not been an on high school level maybe particularly for you listening to this podcast today you might have been bullied by your close friends when you were little or even right now maybe some of you are going through bullying in different situations and how the bullying is all about is something that really affects your mental health in a different way you know bullying can just seem like it's bullying and it's just like you know calling you funny names or doing something that is insane to make you hurt yourself it's a way like you know going to a place i'm particularly a black man and i've had people go to white countries and they experience racism or you know it's qu- quite common in many other places where people can actually you know segregate you because of your skin color or because of you know the environment and the culture you grew up and some of these things can actually cause people to be depressed and go through life in a way that they feel where did i go wrong you know this kind of a thing right so this kind of things causes grief and it grieves you to the point that you have some problems in matters of handling things in matters of how you perceive life and also in matters of how you see life right now that you're going through depression in a way depression is not a very nice thing and we all know that right now but the fact that many people go through depression every day and we may never be able to spot it is something that is a problem in its own self you know as a matter of fact we are dealing with a situation where it is a problem that we cannot see that's how mental problem is all about physical problems you can be able to see it you can be able to see this person isn't going through a problem because they broke their leg or you can be able to see another person is going through pain because there's something that is you know physically draining them and it's causing a lot of pain but depression on its level that you start losing interest in the things that you once loved and you start thinking more about the things that matters right now at the point now let's talk about how many people how people actually deal with depression 
I may not get deeper enough into how people deal with depression, but I'm just going to talk about as much as matter of fact, how many people go through these things every single day. You know, how people deal with depression is going to matter so much with how they handle life problems. But as much as a matter of fact, we talked about how our childhood experiences, our life events, how many things that happen in someone's life can actually affect how they deal with depression in different ways. If someone abused you while you were a kid, it could have actually been a very difficult situation in how you may see and handle depression compared to someone who never went through the same thing at the same time or in time when they were children or in a particular time in that season. And most of the time, you know, we know how many people try to cope up with depression in different ways. Other people go to drink alcohol and they use drugs in different ways. And much of many of these people who actually uses drugs and they actually go to use cocaine, heroin, and they do stuff here and there. And other people, they rape children. All these things that they do is because they are trying to deal with the problems that they have, but maybe not in the right way of dealing with the problem. And most of the time, it causes a lot of situational crisis because for example, drinking alcohol cannot be able to solve your problem. That is true, right? Because let's say you had a fight with your friend or you had a fight with your spouse and you killed them or maybe definitely you hurt them to the point that they were taken to the hospital. Drinking alcohol doesn't cure the problem. It doesn't set you free from the problem itself. It just, you know, gives you an opportunity to go into a temporary world where you are, you can be able to, you know, not to remember anything for quite some period of time. And it's actually like blocks and blankets your mind so that you think that the problem is going away. But whatever the alcohol is over in your system, you just come back facing the same problems that you left as they were. As much as you see, this is not really a good way of solving problems. Many people have actually got into this era of trying to solve problems that way in, in particular ways. And most of the time, this kind of solving out of problems has caused problems in itself. And most of the time you realize, how did I start drinking alcohol? Or how did I start living my life so recklessly like this? And most of the time, just by thinking about that in itself causes depression in a way. And you ask yourself, why do people kill themselves every day? Many people kill themselves because they got into trouble. And then they succumb to ways of trying to solve the trouble or trying to solve the problem that, that they have 
thinking that was a good way of solving it. And sometimes you realize that's not actually the way that is supposed to be solved. And you try to provide a solution to a way or to a problem, and you realize you're introducing more problems to the solution. What happens to people about this? Maybe let's talk about you are a serial killer, or let's talk about people who are serial killers. Someone who is a serial killer, for example, they kill someone, and after killing someone, or they realized, what have I done? What have I just done? Maybe I don't. They don't really enjoy doing what they did, and what they do next is crazy. They decide, well, let me try to deal away with this problem and maybe dispose of the body, dismember the body parts, and do whatever I want to do right now so that I may not be found. And sometimes they don't come out and talk about it because of so many reasons that you and you and you are going to call 911 for them to be arrested. And sometimes whenever they think about a prison life, because these people think about, uh, these people know for sure that whatever they're doing can land them in prison for many years or sometimes even to death sentences. But because they can't just come out and talk about these things, they just decide to hide and they don't tell anybody about these things that they are going on with. And this problem keeps growing because it's an urge and sometimes they don't know how to deal with the urge. Maybe it's something that's just started like a thought and just right now it's so hard to control the thought. And later on after, you know, now they, re they realize now this is something that we talked about. They've already killed like 20 people or 50 people in a way. And some people actually are very remorse about the problems that he caused himself. And most of the time, these people, they realize, well, so that this problem can actually stop from happening or may not keep happening again, I think the best way for me to do is to kill myself. And most of the time, you find that they may commit suicide and destroy their lives in you know in some kind of a way that may not be really a nice thing to do i just used a serial killer and you're like wait what you're not, you're just using a serial killer to explain a situation of depression <laughs> that's so insane right the reason is why i used a serial killer to talk about this is because Serial killers are human beings, just like us. They go through emotions. They have this depressive state of being. I mean, if you try to decode their minds, if you try to decode the minds of all these people, let's go for, a, for, for an example. Let's talk, for, an, for example, about someone who is rich, who has this filter wealth, and they're just making huge money every single day. And you think, well... They should be happy people, right? But you all know that many people who have this kind of riches are also going through depression in a way. And you have actually been fired from work 
and you are thinking about where is the next place that I'm supposed to walk? What should I do as the next thing in my life? And much of all thinking about this is kind of a depressive state in its own self. Now, there, this thing, as much as I've talked about how this depression is all about, like I said, many people deal with depression wrongly or in wrong different ways. Like alcohol, many people actually, they, they just choose not to talk about things. They just choose to keep things for themselves. They choose to do stuff that they think, well, they could, this could be the right thing for me to do. And sometimes whenever they think about doing those things and do it eventually, it just causes things to do with emotional roller coasters. Much of the time that is spent because they don't talk about these things, maybe, maybe because or mainly because they are introverted kind of people and they just choose to keep things to themselves. When they do this, they hide the problem because they do not come out and talk to someone who is concerned with the problem. Are many people within this category that I'm talking about? I will say yes. Because your colleagues or your brother, let me just talk about a colleague. Let me talk about your brother or your sister or your parents that you know them so close at home. As much as they seem so happy to you, and as much as you, your wife, your husband looks so happy and going on with their life so nicely, or whatever we are actually watching on TVs, we see happy couples, right? We see people who enjoy life and they seem like they do not have anything that is trying to stop their lives from going on. These people have depressive episodes in their life. Now, how they choose to walk around the depression is what matters a lot. Because many people, or for many people, how to solve depression sincerely or in matters of ways is something that can be able to detect or to you know contemplate or to make a choice of how your life is going to be in how you deal with situations. Have you seen how many people handle things differently? Have you seen how many people actually handle anger issues, for example? Anger is not something that I was talking about today, but sometimes people who are depressed do not really choose the words that they can say, and they do not eventually choose the things that they want to think about. Sometimes they just think about a situation that depressed them. And they may find poor ways of dealing with the situation. Like last week, we talked about how someone can just walk into a relationship with another person without actually resolving the pain or a relationship that they left in the previous relationship. And most of this thing causes problems to other people. Now, as a Christian, I wanted to talk about how this thing is affecting the Christian kind of a lifestyle. You know? So, in the book of 1 Peter, 
chapter 5, verse 7. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. The Bible asks us, or the word of God really talks to us like casting all your cares and anxieties to God. You know, because he cares about us. But most of the time, we do not choose to cast our cares to God. I am talking to people here who are from different denominations, different religions, and different platforms. I'm also talking to people here who have different ways of solving problems, who other people decide to just keep things to themselves, which is a very dangerous thing to do. Other people who like to talk about things, whatever they are going on with, and other people are the different kind of etc. kind of people and different kind of of luxuries and different kind of ways they do their lives, you know. So, the Bible talks about casting all your cares in the Lord. The Bible says, for He cares about you. If God didn't care about how you feel, you wouldn't actually think about, you know, casting your cares to Jesus. But many people do not choose to do this option. As much as this is so direct in how he talks about, you know, other scriptures, other other uh, other versions of the Bible, they talk about throw all your anxieties upon him because he cares about you. Now, I have struggled. Now, yourself, you have struggled. We have all gone through problems differently. We've gone through problems in different situations, in different crises, in different kind of platforms. Mostly because of several events that happened to you in your life. I'm so lucky and blessed to have had parents who are very loving and caring. But it's not mostly the same case with people or with all of you guys who are listening to this episode today. Many of you have had parents and relationships or uh, grew up in broken homes and how that affected you sometimes you don't know how you're going to deal with it so you just decided well I'm just going to keep these problems to myself because it doesn't involve anyone right so you just decide to you know keep it to yourself because you know you feel like you just want to do life the way you want to do it just like that by yourself but the problem is as much as you keeping the problem to yourself without even looking for someone to talk to, other people have had problems for 20 years, but they have never talked about them. You know how much it is important to talk about a situation that is affecting you? Because they always say half of a problem that is being talked about is solved. Whenever you talk about a problem that you have to another person and actually share to it, Trust me, it's something that helps you to even find a solution. And most of the time, the most important thing about the person that you actually talk to shouldn't be someone who is ready to advise you, hey, do this, do that. Now, I actually, the first time I was struggling with my relationship problem, I had just gotten over, I just been had, I had just had someone who, uh, who actually walked away this kind of like so many years ago right now. I didn't think of a better way to talk about this. And I actually give a kudos to this friend of mine. Because he actually didn't advise me at all. 
as much as he advised me was just like this slow. He was a very nice listening person. I would just talk to him for many hours, telling him about what is disturbing me and telling him about today I I had a dream or today I had this problem. Think about this person and it actually affected me this way. He wouldn't tell me that you keep coming every day. Don't you just think like a man or just try to solve this situation in a better way. But he kept listening to me and never pushed me away. Because mostly after that relationship happened to me and it actually hurt me in a different way. I had thought of, you know, I, I actually thought about if a, a person can just hurt another person like this, what is the meaning of life? Or I actually never had this kind of suicidal thoughts, but I just kept thinking about that. But you know how that is so close to suicidal thoughts in a way? Because we have had people kill themselves because of girlfriends and boyfriends that they sported with other people and all these things, blah, blah, blah. Me, one thing that I can actually say is my friend, he pointed me to Jesus. And I actually had this opportunity to cast all my troubles to Jesus. You know, talking about this story right now and talking to you about this event is something that I've actually walked away from. I no longer feel the, the pain. I no longer feel the situational problem that I once felt before because I've actually gone through the situation and came out stronger because I give my anxieties to Jesus. Trust me. Whenever I did that, I found peace of mind. I developed this kind of an awareness in my heart that someone actually cares about me. You know, someone actually cares about how I feel. He cares about what I think and he cares about what I do. You know, during that time, during the time of, you know, uh, the bereavement period, I actually never thought that anyone is caring about me or anyone cares more about me. But, you know, for most of you people listening to this, some people have actually contemplated suicide because they think nobody cares about them. But let me tell you something. Sometimes it's really very important to be able to just talk to, to anyone who can be willing to listen. I love to be able to listen to people whatever they talk to me about their problems because for me it helps me to think that many people go through problems every day and it's really huge problems and they may not really find ways to solve it but once they just come out and talk about it it's something that can be of help even to them and to other people it's been a very incredible time to be able to talk in this podcast and to be able to share very very vital information about depression and about so many people who are going through this thing. I just want to say, do not be part of this 850,000 people that die every single day. The most important thing that I can just say is, reach out to someone. I, I can just say, just make, make it a priority to talk to someone. Reach out to a doctor. They can just prescribe some tabs to you and it can be able to be of help. And I can just talk about, you know, just try to build this social environment 
where you can actually try to reach out to these people. Sometimes just asking someone how their day is and just make sh- making sure that you know you just uh, greeted them in a way could be helping them not to commit suicide. Who knows that just by saying hi, how are you? I just thought I should just come say hi, and maybe they had actually thought of actually committing suicide. But when you showed up, they just thought, well, I never know someone actually cares about me. Because most of the people I've interacted with is because they realized they wanted to commit suicide, but then they didn't commit suicide anymore because someone just called them immediately the time they wanted to commit suicide and die because of depression. So I just want to pass this vital information about depression as I've actually talked about. I know there are many things to talk about, but till next time, I just hope that You can be able to share this podcast to your friends, to your family, and uh, so that they may be able to learn. And if this podcast has been so much of a helpful situation for you, please do not hesitate to just uh, pass it forward to other people and share the good information about Jesus, about casting your cares to Christ.